Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Oh! Yeah! Here we okay. are. This is so exciting, you guys. Okay. Oh my gosh, I'm so happy right now. I, well, first of all, I'm Kim. And I'm, and I'm Penn. I'm sorry, but if you've been listening to our podcast for a while, um, we've been kind of putting this thing together with tin foil and paper bags for the last year because we can't leave our house. And, it, and you know, we're vaccinated now. We're a couple of weeks uh, post-Moderna. And so we are feeling safe about going back to see our old dear friend, Max Trujillo, our producer. He's, he's in front of me in person. Like we've just been sending him these files of just garbage, us, us verbally vomiting everywhere. And and he's turned them into podcasts for the last year. Welcome. It is really, really great to have you all back yeah. out here at the studio. So we're excited. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and this is like, it's it's our back in person tour and we've got one of our favorite guests and we've got Max here. This is going to be fantastic. I know. So the, the guest today, I'm going to intro her in a second, but probably our most listened to, yeah, no, our most listened to podcast. No, you don't, I'm not probably. Yeah. It's our and, most and, listened to one. And, and the podcast that we still, I would say weekly, I'll get 10 notes um, about and questions about. So we felt like it was time to, to, to re-rack. So we're introducing Cindy Eckerd. She's a self-made serial entrepreneur and vocal advocate for women. She has a distinguished 25-year career in healthcare. And in the last 10 years, she has built and sold two businesses for more than $1.5 billion. With the B dollars, I feel like that's a lot. Um, <laughs> so, with the first one, um, the company redefined long-acting testosterone treatment for men, then Sprout Pharmaceuticals, which broke through with the first ever FDA-approved drug for low sexual desire in women, dubbed the female Viagra by the media. She sold that company in 2015, but then fought to get it back, which is like such an amazing story, um, to launch it on her own terms. Uh, she also now helps women uh, continue to break through barriers and, and guidance and in investing. So just to have, and she leads, most importantly, really important conversations about 
sexual desire and sexual health in women. And they we got so many questions about it, so we thought we would bring her back in. So welcome, Cindy Hi, Cindy. Yay. Wow. I'm so excited on the first one in the studio. I, yes. do I win I win an award yes, or something for we, this, yes. I feel like. If we were more organized, we'd have a prize I for you. give you this piece of paper. I'm with the Wi-Fi I'm code sorry. on it. With the Wi-Fi <laughs> password. It feels so normal. It looks I love kind it. of like a graduation certificate. Um, Amazing. Yes. I get I get notes weekly still from our podcast together. I bet. And I just want to thank both of you for putting a book out during the pandemic, not only for my enjoyment and reading but also it just prompted this conversation all over again so i've gotten so many notes since you guys released the book and we quoted you in the book incredible so we so we wrote like a chapter and a half in our book on the sexy time stuff and should we let people know how we're going to be referring to sexy time for this episode because a lot of people listen to this with their children around and we love that you listen with your families maybe this time you hit pause and come back to it yeah just do that last time we used the euphemism ice cream to describe the sexy time. And we would say like, oh, well, sometimes I would like ice cream, but then my partner doesn't want ice cream. We're going to try to be gentle with it, but you know, sometimes you need a more direct approach. So you do you, but know that we're all grownups here having a grownup conversation, right? Ice cream. He's thinking of ways to say ice cream. I'm done. No, I started. (laughs) Yes. Let's just see how this goes. Yes. So (laughs) we quoted you in our book around the fact that, you know, there is, there are in every relationship, there are some dry spells, let's say. Yeah. But what, and I think the quote we use is like what break down, breaks down in the bedroom, breaks down at the breakfast table. Like it has such a huge ripple effect on an entire relationship. Communication and connection. I mean, it's extraordinary. And I think the stat you guys included, which is such a, you know, it's so commonly used in this space is that if there's good ice cream in the relationship, <laughs> it's like adding 10% to the overall value. But if there's no ice cream in the relationship, it takes away 70% of the relationship dynamic. And I've got to tell you, over this last year in this pandemic, you can multiply that a a thousandfold. Not not the amount of ice cream, the amount of problem. The amount of issues if you weren't having ice cream. So all of a sudden, think about it. We had all of these mechanisms in a relationship where, oh, somebody has to go to work. Somebody has to be on the road. Somebody's got to go take the kids to the soccer game. Well, all of a sudden, the world stopped and you were at your house together with this partner. And again, if you haven't had the, you know, good ice cream for a while or you, you know, are forced to kind of reckon with that if that's been an issue. So it has been a particular year for that. And I think the sad thing is um, the stats are bearing out that actually divorce rates are up 122%. crap. Um, First of all, that sucks. Um, Second, I... You would think that because you're home, you know, we all like, you know, this time last year, we were like home with our people. You would think that people would be having more sex. Yeah, I think I think you are if things are healthy and that communication is there and you haven't, you know, there isn't something otherwise going on. But, you know, there are things that go on for people physically that really do hamper that opportunity to have sex. And and I think those are things that we typically don't address, right? We run from addressing those, but all of a sudden last year, a spotlight was shown on those for some couples. Yeah. And so there is a condition among women, or, or is it men and women? Well, it's HSDD. Yeah. Explain what HSDD is. So HSDD stands for hypoactive, let's say that hypo, so low, low, low. right? A lack of sexual desire 
disorder. HSDD is that's what it stands for. Think about it for men. How how for twenty years we've talked about ED, right? Which is right. men's most common issue. HSDD is women's most common issue. What does it mean? They're very different, though. They are. They're very I, like, different. I'm, I'm just jumping in here because ED is a performance issue. Yes. Um, they're like from, and this is from the studies that I've done. Like you want done, to do it. Yes. You just your spoon. Yeah. For the ice cream is not <laughs> okay. Just we get it. It's yes. like. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> yes. But, but I, I want to make this clear no, because these are two important. totally different yes. things. And I know um I know that like the the one of the companies that you are a part of had this drug that was dubbed the female Viagra. Yes. And you've made it very clear like that's not the same thing. It's not the yeah. same thing. It's not about, you know, um, mechanical hydraulic lift, right? It's not <laughs> There it is. <laughs> Better. That is Better not than what spoon. this is about. Yes. And and I think to your point for a guy who might be dealing with this, he may want it, but he can't perform. For a woman, similarly, she wants to want it. She wants to want it. She once did, and something changed. And actually, that's a blood flow issue to the brain. So there is something going on neurochemically that's not allowing her brain to ever be in that place again to respond to sexual cues. And I would say, so one of the um, messages that we got, and we'll read some of them, but her husband had accused her of cheating yeah. because there was no way she, that she could not want sex because it had been so good. Yeah. And she worked in, you know, that was his only theory because they did have a great marriage. She loved, they loved each other very much. So like, how could she not? Yeah. And his, he, the only thing he could come up with is like, you must be getting it somewhere else. And well, that's not it. Absolutely. Think about it, though, in a relationship. We're pretty egotistical in the sense of we want to be wanted yeah. by our partner. We all have that. And therefore, if somebody, if, if one of the partners doesn't have that, you take it completely personally. Of course. And what I think is so sad for women is because we haven't understood there's a name for this. It is a condition. It has been known by the medical profession since 1977. Of course. It's just that there haven't been solutions until the last few years is that it's natural that her partner thinks it's all about him. And I'll tell you, <clears throat> I was at a conference uh, in D.C. several years ago now. I was at the JW Marriott. It has a Starbucks in it. And I was up speaking about this issue, and I went to Starbucks after, and a guy came up to me behind me in line, and he tapped me on the shoulder, and he said, hey, I, I think what you're doing is really cool. And I was like, that's so nice. How do you know what I'm doing? Like, I was mostly fascinated by that. And he said, I was the AV guy in the lecture you just gave. And I said, oh, thank you so much. And then he looked at me for a second and he said, but I just got divorced. Mm. And I could see this, like, you know, his eyes were welling up a little bit. And he held onto my arm and he said, but I think this could have been it. Yeah. But I never thought it wasn't about me. So when you just told me that story, it's the exact same story. He took it personally. She didn't understand there was something you could do about it. And therefore, you know, the relationship suffers because, again, we want to feel wanted. Mm -hmm. And I think for some of us, something happens, again, physiologically that takes that out of our reach. It's not your fault. It's something just like when we age, you know, our eyesight goes. Right. Would we ever say, oh, that's normal? 
Right. Good luck. Yeah, just <laughs> white knuckle it. Good luck the- on the roads. Yeah. No, like we get glasses. We treat it. We address it. And I think the same thing has been long, too long overlooked for women. I, I One of the questions I had was, I, so, you know, I go to the doctor and my yearly appointments yeah. with my gyno and all that stuff. Never once have I been asked. Absolutely. But they're at, they're asking like, are you sexually active? Well, yeah. Yep. And then what's the method? Like, oh, you know, but not. How often, how much do you enjoy it? Like, none of that. Wouldn't it be so simple? If we added one question, we said, are you satisfied? We would open up a permission to talk about it, to lift the shame around it. And frankly, we should be asking about it because we know that if you're not, there could be some things going on, again, physically, that we could address. So, yeah, I think it's incredible that that's not been asked of women for all these years when it is as simple as that question. The stats show um, most women, so it's like 73% of women, don't quote me on it, um, around that, wish their doctors would bring it up. Yeah. Wish. They're just sitting there waiting. Like, will somebody please ask me about this because I'm struggling with this. And to then, so because of this podcast, I, you know, have friends who've reached out and friends who've, you know, you know, asked their doctor. Yeah. They have no idea. Yeah. They have no idea. And. Yeah. I, I want to talk more about the the physics of it because I'm kind of a science nerd. Yeah, like when we I wrote, love it. when Kim and I wrote this book, my favorite part of it was discovering like what happens to the human body and brain when you're in a fight. Yes. Right. Or when you're uncomfortable. Yes. And uh, it actually leads to like the inability to speak clearly. Mm-hmm. Uh, you the the part of your brain that is responsible for speech when you get in a fight it like surrenders itself. Yeah. So you just talked about. The physical side of of HSDD, and you said it was a blood flow thing to the brain. To the brain. So different types of blood flow (laughs) uh, uh, for men and women. And I think it's like that's the perfect metaphor because it's the two things that aren't working. Yes. And it's all blood flow. But, I mean, do you know any more about kind of what goes on? Yes. So really we are pretty, like, basic. We'll call us all, like, cave people (laughs) when Mm -hmm. we have sex. And what do I mean by that? I mean, you shut off all the tabs in your brain. (laughs) Because all you're thinking about is, yeah. You you really do. You, like, quiet your brain to enjoy sex. You shut it all down. And for women who have HSTD, they can't. So what they're doing is lying in bed, doing their to-do list, worrying about tomorrow, all of those things. I get it. We're stressed. We live complicated, um, you know, fast-paced lives, most of us. But this is a very real phenomenon in terms of what's happening is the the brain isn't quieting in that information processing center of the brain. Here's what's so cool for all of the science geeks out there. um, And what really lit me up around this is really seeing brain scan imaging. So take a woman who, um, you know, doesn't want ice cream anymore, even though she once did, take a woman who's totally happy that she sometimes wants ice cream, put them both in a PET scan, expose them to some kind of erotic cues, their brains light up totally differently. Mm. Women with HSTD light up totally differently to sexual cues. So I'm just curious. So the PET scan, you said, so they're just sitting there and they're, are they like showing like, okay, here's a picture yeah. of Shirtless a badger. Yes. Here's yes. a picture yes. of a building. Yes. Here's a picture of reggae Jean Page. Yeah. Like, and <laughs> Getting just, off a horse. And, <laughs> and here's a picture of Penn and Max. And we're back. Like, it's like, it's just like, <laughs> we left Channing Tatum out of there somehow. Uh, I don't know how that happened. No, yes. but like, um, do you know who they chose? Yes. <laughs> I, you know, can I, can I tell you, honestly, you're going to be so like, now you're, you guys are gonna be like, that's it. Um, it's often your partner. 
that's who they oh. were with. Oh, okay. And so, like, they had <laughs> no, <laughs> no. So there was there were very various versions, and there's a lot of very interesting studies like that, though, where you do show somebody, you know, who we all consider uh, Hollywood's like, you know, hottest stars um, to women, and what happens in eye patterns even for women with this condition. Isn't that interesting? So we just a fun fact um, for everybody: mm-hmm. when you see somebody that you're interested in, um, that you have a chemistry with you glance down. So every way looks down, even it's it's very quick. Um, and for women with HSDD, so objectively, they will be shown a picture and they'll be like, yeah, he's hot. But if they look at them, they never they never do that movement. They oh. never glance down. There's uh, a study of that going on in Chicago right now. It's fascinating. And I don't want to minimize, like there are relationship issues yeah, that lead sure. to, and like over the pandemic, like a lot of those relationship issues have been exposed. But at the core of it, even in the marriages that are going to make it, yeah. there has been this lull in like good old fashioned, like, you know, Ice cream. Ice cream. Ice cream. Yep. And so how does a first of all, does this affect men and women or just women specifically? So typically if men have a lack of interest, we think it's testosterone or hormonal related. This is non-hormonal for women. This okay. is uh, brain chemistry. Um, it's serotonin and dopamine. It's that balance of that complex. Um, so some men can actually have a lack of desire and have normal testosterone levels, and then they they consider this, um, if you will, for them. Do they have HSDD? Okay, and how does somebody know if they have this? Great, that's such a good question. So there's a diagnostic screener out there um, that has been used for years. Um, You can find information about it online literally by Googling it. It's called the DSDS. Decreased sexual desire screener, but I'll give you the the quick um, <laughs> the quick down and dirty, and that is, were you once interested in sex? Were you once happy with it? Mm-hmm. And, uh, with your level of interest, um, has it changed? Has that change been persistent for more than six months? And here's the most important thing: and does it bother you? Um, Nobody should, you know, if you're like if you're not totally into it, happy with where you're at, great. Never look for something for it. But what I would tell you is that millions of women have had a change in this. They are very unhappy, and it is causing issues in their relationship. And to your point, Kim, for sure there are relationship dynamics. This doesn't make your partner empty the dishwasher. Solving this yeah. or treating this doesn't. But really, it's it's explicitly that this issue is often creating a lot of resentments in many other areas. Yeah. It also doesn't sound like the kind of thing that after asking a few questions, you're going to confuse Correct. with not changing the dishwasher, right? Like, yes. and, and that goes back to like, all you have to do is ask a couple of questions yes. when you're at a checkup. Oh, I would tell you women, um, you know, I've talked to so many women who are dealing with this and struggling with this. And I would say there's one incredibly consistent comment. And they lead the discussion by saying, I love my partner. Yeah. And they do. They love their partner. They find them attractive. They are, you know, they they want to be with their partner. They just can't understand why all of a sudden they've started to go to bed early to even avoid this. Yep. That's the truth of it. There, it's so funny. Like the last time we talked to you, we hadn't written a book together and I've got all these little things going through my brain that you're that you're saying and you said in the beginning of this yeah. it's all about communication. You're you've touched on the 3 Ds mm-hmm. which anyone who's in a relationship has used at some point denial, distraction and delay when something's yeah. going on. Kim brought up the point that when we're all together, yeah. um like that could actually get stronger. Right. Like you have more time to do. So you're going to deny more. You're going to distract more. So that that 
that becomes even more of like a stonewalling thing that's happening. Um, and then just you talking about how it takes partners a little bit of time to realize it's not you, it's me. Yes. Like that's a that's a huge part of what we learned when we wrote this book. So I'm imagine so last time and we, we got all these notes um, that they're like I just sent this podcast straight to my husband to listen to. Yeah. So maybe this pod by listening to this this will be a conversation conversation starters for some couples. But in case we we have a, a male partner listening, like how can a, like how can a male partner bring this up with his female partner like what's the best way to do this here here's what i love about this without feeling accusatory without bringing it up like you know you never want to do it i think what's great about this is this is awesome new science so right. maybe i'll just lead with the geek foot which is i heard about the coolest thing today yep i yeah. never knew there was a name for this and that there are actually things you can do about it you know, that this is something that maybe that that uh, that takes away all of that pressure as just like I read the coolest headline today, right, in the newspaper, or I heard the yeah. coolest thing today on the Holderness podcast. And I feel like that gives permission to speak about it in a non-confrontational way. I like it, but let's uh, let's practice here, okay? Yeah, please. You're married to me, yeah. right? Kim, you're just going to have <laughs> okay. to... I'm good with it. You're here yeah. to watch. She's got a great house. <laughs> I mean, if I can come visit, I'm, I'm down. I'm going to be I'm gonna be your dude. Yeah, okay? do it. I and love this. I, this is not okay. going to be as easy as uh, you think. Okay. So you're going to start the conversation. Okay. You can do the side thing if you want to yeah but I, okay okay she's gonna start it okay yeah she, okay. i mean that's me yeah yeah because the guy's not gonna walk up and say hey is there something you want to talk to me about yeah <laughs> okay okay hey, i'm babe. gonna oh, oh i was gonna do the same thing <laughs> 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 Leading with hey, babe. i was gonna say sorry kim after i said it. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny okay <laughs> oh, hello cindy <laughs> It's really awkward. It's already awkward. All right, here's me. I'm going to do it first. All okay. right. Okay. Hey, babe. <laughs> Sorry, Kim. You know how we've been talking about we should really be getting more ice cream together than we do these days. Yeah. You know, I've I've felt so bad about it, and then I heard this thing today that actually there's something I could do about it, and it's really something going on. Is it? Are you trying? Is it another guy? It's not. I. You know how attractive I found. I find I, you. I I've been telling I, you this. I thought I knew that, but, but listen, then we haven't. I, I've been telling you this, and I feel so relieved to hear today that there's actually a name for it, uh -huh. and that it's something going on, basically in. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com.
One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. My brain. And I feel like that makes so much sense to me because I was so, we were so happy, right, with all the ice cream we were getting before. And it's like a switch went out. But I'm really excited about this. I just wanted to talk to you about it. Are you super sure that it's not me and it's not you just not wanting me anymore? I'm, like I'm, I'm positive. I'm getting old. Like There's things I'm that positive. are starting to sag. I have this hair. <laughs> It's growing okay. on my back. There okay. was no. This is what guys are thinking. I'm like trying to like. I'm. This is what. Okay. This is what women are going I, to get when they're, right. Never, Max is nodding his head here. He is. Yeah. I've ne- I've never found you more attractive. I want to try this. Let's try it and let's see if we have more ice cream. And I want to have more ice cream. Is with there you. something I'm doing wrong? Like, is there something There's I could do better? You're doing wrong. This is this is about me. Listen to what I'm saying. I really have figured out that there could be something I can do to address this, and I feel so much relief. Okay. It's not about you, baby. It's not about you, baby. You're a okay. big, strong man. But do you see what I was doing? I, I, all, it was perfect. All I was trying to do was let you know that guys are going to uh, go there. In, Help me out here, Max. Yeah, you usually feel like you because it's usually a mechanical problem or it's something... Yeah, you equate it. You equate that it's you. I'm telling you, I'm like I always think of these moments because I'm so touched when people come up and tell me their story. Same thing. I was speaking in San Francisco. A woman came up to me crying and said, oh, my God, now I've realized how my husband feels and why he goes to the gym every single day and asks me if I find him attractive. And like I realized the kind of psychological impact this has had on him and he really does think it's about him yeah. same I, I got that yeah. completely so we don't have to go to the gym <laughs> no that's, that's what not what I'm saying that's that's what I heard. <laughs> not guys what I'm saying. Are, <laughs> we're so dumb guys <laughs> are so basic we really okay. are so um, before we get too far tell us where people I mean I still have yes. more questions for you but where people can find out information yeah so so look first of all there's a wealth of information online again I said this condition's been out since the known about since the 70s you can literally google HSDD and find out more about it you can also go to I want ice cream again I'm <laughs> keeping in the theme yeah to find out about one of the treatments for HSDD. There are several treatments available today. Um, and again, you can always, telemedicine is a way, actually you can talk about this. So let me talk about that for yeah. a second. Also a phenomenon, if you will, of the pandemic. Not that telemedicine didn't exist before it, but, now but so obviously common. so common. And like, I want to eliminate anything that would keep you from having this conversation because you deserve to have it. And if it's co- more comfortable for you to do that from your couch, do it because yeah. you, there are paths where you can do this via telemedicine today. It doesn't require a physical exam. It does require like this diagnostic questionnaire. And so I would just say to people again, I want ice cream again is a way, a path to start learning more information about it. Okay. Um, another question comment we got um, from somebody anonymous. I literally haven't thought about sex for two years, but yeah. I'm so embarrassed to talk about it. How do I even bring this up with my doctor? Do they know what this is? Um, I, I know I have to, but seriously, we'll die if it's awkward. So women help me in bold and, and on all, yeah. in all caps. So. I do think because literally I've never been asked about I I will say this has not been something that we at this point have had to um, work out in the marriage. So I haven't brought this up, but I can attest to 
having issues like you're embarrassed to talk about in front of your doctor. Course. So like, how do you like how do you bring this up with your doctor? Yep. And then what do you do if they're like, oh, that's just imaginary? Oh, I, I, I tell you, I don't think any physician will say that to you. I think if I went down and I did a survey of the five OBGYNs on the street that we're on right now, they would say this is the most common thing they hear behind closed doors. Really? So they hear about it. They don't proactively ask you about it. I'm okay. trying. We're hopeful to change that. It'll take us 10 years. It takes a long time in medicine. However, here's the easiest way to do that. Go online. I'm going to do online again um, and do this DSDS and walk in with it in your hand. Okay. And say, I want to talk about this. Okay. And then you've actually already completed a questionnaire and you're showing it to your physician and you're removing that barrier of even having to verbalize it in a way. And if you hand it to them, they do understand and they'll understand that there are, are options for it now. So I think you've got that as a, as a safe place. I get it. Again, the stigma and shame we've all felt by not knowing that this actually happens to 10% of women. Honestly, a third of women say this. In surveys, I would say a, a third, third. seems low. It seems low, even. I, I hear you. I mean, I think it's very underreported again because we don't want to talk about it. Um, but this is not. You are not alone. This is very common. And I think if it makes it easier for you to print a piece of material and hand it to your doctor, that's a conversation starter. We, I feel like we could have written, and you should probably write this book, Cindy, about when we we talked um, about sex in our book, because I think that's a big part, an important part of marriage. And like it seemed, it's probably a little off-putting to hear from us who have not had that issue. But like we had kids, we had we had definite dry, dry spells. But what cured it was like the really unsexy thing of like putting it on a calendar. Yeah, like we put it on yeah. a calendar, and like it's it seems super boring, but like we have to like plan it, and then. Um, I loved the term. We just did a, a podcast a few weeks ago, um, and then uh, the couple on there they call it like the orgasm gap. Yeah, and like yes. so, we have like a very like no man left behind <laughs> yes. policy now, and so like That's it's right. it, and so I think that it you can get to that like once you want it, like you can it, get to that. It's prioritizing it, right? right? It's really thinking. If we talk about you know mental health, physical health, sexual health is the third piece of that equation, and we have to really think about that for ourselves. And prioritize it you know by the way it's also good for you so yeah. i mean to your point on the orgasm Cardio. Gap, i mean it's good for you the release it you have the most magical release of co- of hormonal cocktails if you will um during sex right? you, you, you stumbled at the it's perfect time cool, right? so you... <laughs> <laughs> i know it is though it's oxytocin it's all this oh, good, all stuff. good it stuff it helps you sleep better and like i would challenge um the the couples and to like yeah everybody should everybody should have one should not leave without everybody getting one That's so right. i feel very strongly about that um, i do too no, no, I know. It's a it, it is a thousand times uh, better for guys as well when yeah. that happens. I'm just gonna say we like that. Yeah, huge fans. I've never been like, oh, dang it, <laughs> when that happens. Um, <laughs> is there a downside? Is no. there? There's turns right. out there's so. Not. So to sum up, and also I want to go back to something because I feel like I um I, I'm suck at this podcast thing sometimes so to sum up when you're talking to a physician yeah go in with information and don't be scared or embarrassed because they're, sure. they're more informed about it than you think absolutely right? that's yep. for uh for a, a woman a wife talking to a husband um maybe like go with what is going on in you and make them you may have to hit them over the head with it yeah. it's not about you it's not about you it's or not about you let's say like two women in a relationship too yeah, be like, sure. yeah, yeah, sorry yeah, yeah, sorry yeah. sorry so, sure. but, but uh, right um 
And then we we did sort of um, scratch the surface on how a man would bring it up, and then I interrupted you and went in a weird direction on that. So again, <laughs> a man talking to a woman, yeah. your uh, suggestion would be the science geek thing, right? Same. Yeah, yeah, same. Like, I just heard about the coolest thing. Like, I think that is, it gives you a freedom to, you know, put it out there like a news bulletin, and then really, without being accusatory, have a conversation around it, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I think this could be interesting for us to explore. You know what um, I think is a really good way to bring it up, too, is this gal I saw on TV, Cindy Eckert, she is a total badass. <laughs> oh, and, like, Max. she did this and she did that. She sold a company, bought it back. Total badass. And then your wife is like, oh, really? What does she do? Interesting that you say that. Yeah. This is what she does. This is her mission. And oh, then, you sneaky bastard. Look at that, Max. That's good. That is Trojan good. horse. Yeah. Yeah. That's good, Max. And there she, it is she, again. That's so nice. Yeah. <laughs> We're so We're immature so, today. Oh, my God. They are <laughs> 11. So anyway, Cindy. <laughs> That's uh, great. No, I love it. I, um, By the way, Max, to your point of the story and something I talk about is I did this for me. I mean, I did it for, I guess, the mm-hmm. science was there and everything else. But I was very much fighting this fight, you know, for myself as well, um, because I have dealt with this. And I think, you know, I understood that people are so... Look, think about it. When we go out to part with the days we used to go out to cocktail <laughs> parties, you know, sex is kind of part of one of the punchlines, the jokes we tell to one another and everything else. And therefore, we run the the potential of really dismissing it when something's going on for somebody. And I think that's really what I felt like needed to change is that I can still tell a great joke, but it allows me to lead into a conversation that is something that's really deeply impacting somebody's quality of life. And don't you think... This is a pet peeve of mine is that when you're dating somebody, you could be like, Penn and I got in this fight, whatever. And you can kind of talk to your girlfriends yeah. about this stuff. When you get married, yeah. there's like this veil of secrecy. It is. And it's like you just assume you're just kind of left to work out on your own. Yeah. And like that's not realistic. And I so that agree. we're really we're proponents of therapy and counseling. But this is such a huge part of a relation, a long term relationship that why should we like we should be having these conversations. I agree with you completely. Like we all we all feel feel like we're the only one and that we're keeping it and sometimes we keep it to protect our partner because mm-hmm. we don't want anybody to think that we're not attracted to them or we're not and we're gonna into think it that in anything else right <laughs> we do we do protect that but I do feel like it needs to be discussed because it's so common and I, I I feel honored that so many friends came and trusted me um, after our initial podcast came out, but I was, I was actually, I, I felt, it, it felt nice that they trusted me with that information, but also yeah. made me sad that we, that these are women that I love and I would jump in front of a bus for, but this is part of their lives that like, I didn't yeah. know anything about. Yeah. 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 Guess how many, guess the percentage of couples who have no sex. Oh God. Uh, 10, I don't want to know. 10%. 19. That's, that's not, yeah. Like, Go ahead. I had a question. You had mentioned earlier about scheduling yeah. the ice cream session. I had a conversation with a friend of mine who is a firm believer of that. Yeah. And my response to him is, yes, I get that the squeaky wheel gets the grease, but everyone hates the squeaky wheel. That's why it gets the grease. So it's like you're just pacifying and shutting up the squeaky wheel. All right. So, I'm going to jump in here. Jump in here. There's a Pavlovian effect that's awesome. Yeah. And I mean a physical Pavlovian effect when this happens. <laughs> Like, if it's on the schedule, like, 15 minutes ahead of time, you start, like, imagining what's going to happen, and you can't get the anything music, done. Does the, well, the wah pedal come I, in? Like, we, we, we've been doing this Very enough. Like, we we don't always yeah. schedule it, but when we do, like, it is 
I'm telling you, like the anticipation is kind of great. So That's what is good. the from the time your uh, iPhone calendar dings <laughs> to the time the session starts? What oh, is there a window? No, it, it like Kim's very prompt. <laughs> um, she, uh, <laughs> if you're five minutes early, you're, you're late. late. <laughs> but like the but like the That's five minutes great. before, I have to be seated with my legs crossed wherever I am. <laughs> Um, <laughs> this is a lot of information about no, but our I, like, I'm telling you, like, it's, it's like, because it, if you think about it, like, when we're in the carpool stage of life right now, so like our kid, and now that you know, sports. <laughs> it's great are, when you're like scheduling it and you have to pick the kids up. From school. I, <laughs> carpool. The, no, the wheels in the bus go round and round, round and round. <laughs> so, but we are doing there. So, sports is like youth sports are back, and so we're like, okay, you have this, you have this, and then we have okay, and so it's like. You know, and sometimes it's funny because he'll just he'll be working on something. I'm like, dude, we have like 12 minutes before we have to be over at school. <laughs> like, you gotta, are we gonna wrap this up? What's happening? So, it's like what three sessions? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> show Six. off. No, yeah. Um, so yeah, so it's so it's not all, but again, it's not always scheduled. But right. that like gets like the the minimum required yeah. for penholderness happiness, and then. Because he gets super grumpy. <laughs> no, that's true. I get There's moody. even more telling. Yeah. So that's did you schedule that ding to happen in the morning time or the evening Well, usually time? the kids are gone during the day. Yeah, day is a big. Mm. And so, then, and I like some afternoon delights. Yeah, some afternoon delights. Wow, this <laughs> really. Ambrosia, yeah. So I'm going to change the subject. And now, um, and we actually so we I, do, and, I have a friend. You guys are making me think. I have a friend whose <laughs> whose partner always says. We need to take that conference call, and I know what that word, what that right. means. So I'm always we laughing. Use laundry. Do, do they know that you know, or yes, okay. I think they know. And okay. people, you know, will tell me all, all things about their sex life at this point. But it's very funny to me. I'm always like laughing. When we use laundry, and I'll be like, oh, I think I gotta go because I'll just say, hey, guy, we just have to go fold some laundry. And then sometimes I'm like, he comes in and there's actual laundry, and he's like, oh man, oh, man. so disappointed. <laughs> real laundry. <laughs> Stupid real laundry. <laughs> so um, this got personal, you yeah. guys. Hey, speaking of personal, can I can I ask you a personal question? Of course. You were, like that was you, you told us a little bit about how this was something that you dealt with yeah. in the past. Can you share a little bit with how the conversation started with your partner when yeah. this happened? Um, so I I think I was very stressed about it actually. So it was interesting. I didn't feel like my partner was as. I, I was stressed that something was off. And here's what makes me so annoyed is that when things go off for women and you raise your hand, you're like, something's changed, something's different. And people say to you, I think coming from the best place, by the way, oh, just relax. Oh, you're so stressed. Oh, Cindy, you run this company. You're so busy. Don't ever tell anyone oh, to relax. you know, I know, never. <laughs> Have a bubble bath. And I'm like, uh, no, that's not going to address this. And it was really like this incredible relief for me when the science was discovered and I thought knew it like yeah. knew it knew there was something outside of my control but with my partner look it was a it's a huge it became a huge tension the I think that the tension didn't come from interestingly I, and I hear a dynamic from a lot of friends where it's more that they feel the the partners pressuring them and then they get mad and they're like oh you know they want it all the time and I, I they don't don't they understand I'm busy mine was very much like sort of me driven first but the fact that it just wasn't working the way that it should um, caused actually the breakdown completely of the relationship mm. so I'm sorry. well that's that's unfortunate and so now 
but now you, like everyone is armed with this new information thanks yeah. to thanks to all that you've done to help with so Aww, I mean, that's, that's kind of that. great no I, I think you know every time for every story i hear and i've heard thousands now over the years it's like you know it's my story so my my eyes well up every time because i get i get it so deeply what they're dealing with and how they feel and look stats in this I'll, I'll go back to like you know geek the stats on this for what it makes you feel like from a self-esteem perspective from a body image perspective if you start to talk to women who've suffered with hsdd for years and by the way like women will suffer with it for a long time before they actually say it out loud to anybody and um and the the amount of sort of damage that it's done is pretty profound you're so. hearing some ambulances. So if you're used, listening to this while you're driving, it's it's, it's us. It's us. Um, <laughs> it's and, not and you. That, it's me. But, but isn't that? And I, you've said it a couple times. Like the, the medical community has known about this for yeah. 45 years. Yeah. And not done. I don't see the you know the TV campaigns about no, it. No, I know. And then women, I would say, like the reason why heart disease, I think, is such a big issue in women, because literally women would have a heart attack. A hundred percent. And they'd be like, oh, it's probably, I pulled a muscle or yes. something like that. And the women are so tough. Great. But like, we should not wear that as a badge of honor. Like, get help. Absolutely ask. Absolutely be your own advocate. Nobody knows better than you if something is off. And therefore, I would just say, be your own advocate. We have a vicious cycle of if things go wrong for men. We go, oh, that's biology. Let's address it. Yeah. If something goes wrong for women, we go, oh, Aww. that's psychology. Let's pat them on the shoulder. You're crazy and, now. And, and the, yeah. we, we, the, the thing is, like, of course, psychology comes into the bedroom with us. But biology comes into the bedroom with us, too. And so you really have to look at the full picture of that. But don't just automatically think, to your point on heart disease, sorry, I, I'm full of fun yes, facts today. Yeah. Um, but when you show up, so if a woman shows up at an ER with symptoms of a heart attack, she delivers a verbatim message that a man would deliver. Like he walks up to the counter, he gives a message of having a heart attack. She says the exact same thing. She will wait longer. And, and she waits longer because we think she's freaking out. And I, I also read this recently that the same, given the same, like, um, like I, I think a man recently got like a dental <laughs> surgery and got like two weeks worth of pain pills. Yeah. And a woman had like a hysterectomy and got one day of pain, something like that. And just about the yeah. science of them being under medicated for pain. Anyway, that's there different is podcast. a double standard. Yeah. There over... is a double standard in medicine. So fight yeah. for yourself. Yeah. I'm, I'm over here laughing because I've gone to the emergency room for the stupidest thing. He was constipated. <laughs> I had to take a dump. And I got like rushed him in with like $8,000 worth of diagnostics. They, first yes. they were like, it's, it's 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 appendicitis. Okay, let's get you some whatever they gave me was flipping awesome. And then like let's get you an MRI. No, no, I think it's a kidney stone. Meanwhile, no. there was a woman in the waiting room probably clutching her chest, yes. and this guy had to take right. a dump. And then the doctor was like, "This is your stool." And it was like, <laughs> oh my, God. my. He's like, he's like, you really need to take a giant dump. That'll be this ten thousand dollars. This has nothing oh to do with. God. This has nothing to do with there's HSDD. There's a woman no, waiting to deliver a, in the baby. And they're, they're the they're woman like, having sorry, triplets. The <laughs> it's to do with the fact that it, it really should be the opposite. Yeah. I think guys are bigger wusses than yeah. girls, well, at least in our family. In our, in our particular we, family. Yeah. Yes. Um, anywho, um, is there anything <laughs> we're missing? Anything women should know as they're trying to investigate treatment? No, I, I would just tell you the information is out there. 
Um, it's actually the most, one of the most searched terms on the internet, by the way, looking for female low libido. So all of you are looking, the information's there, here's the name for it, it's HSDD, mm-hmm. look it up around that, and, and you can go to- And the scan is called? Um, DSD. The DSDS is the Decreased Sexual yeah. Desire Screener. It's just free? a screener, it's free. Okay. You can print this out on your computer, walk into an office with it, you can do this via telemedicine. And there are medications. And, and there are treatments for it. Absolutely. So there's treatments for it. Um, you des- Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Deserve to have the option. Whether you take it or don't take it, you should have this conversation with your partner and with your doctor. Cindy, thank you. I'm thank sure you we're going to get me. so many questions and messages, so you'll just have to come back. So I love thank it. Thank you. Thank you so much. Max, it's good to see you, buddy. Same here. Take care, guys. Bye. 